You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. All right, so... So, uh, uh, just to be clear, Mark, everyone is now on the plane, is that correct? Yeah. I'm just kind of like... <laughs> just awkward, like standing there. He's, a, he's already talking on his on his Avengers earpiece, you know, just sort of like, okay, so it worked out pretty well. Everyone's a, everyone did a good job. Minimum collateral damage, and the local authorities were on the scene. Most attained non lethally where possible. Mister Mister Pax. He's a, he's, he just holds up a finger and does the whole shh. Huh. I'm on the phone. Okay, so we're heading back now. Yeah, no, they, they all did very well. I'm going to recommend a five-star rating for the mission. It was a good job. Takes his earpiece off and says, Okay, we should sit down. We're going to be double-timing it on the way back here. Cestus Pax, you killed someone. He looks really serious. Yeah, well, I'm with guns. <laughs> he, looks really, he looks really serious for a second and says, Yes, it was a terrible tragedy. Same, it's such a shame that that was required. You That's threw cool. a bus full of civilians into somebody who had a rocket launcher. Good point. Let that be a lesson. You can use whatever is available in the environment. you got to think outside the box when what? you're in the field. Sam, you look like you want to weigh in. Do you want to jump in? He says, training scenarios will only cover so much. If you really want to make sure uh, that you are being the best hero that you can be, you have to be willing to use whatever is at hand. Sure, what's a few live humans? Human bodies. I knew that you'd have that all wrapped up. The most important thing was that rocket launcher wasn't shot into the crowd. Can you imagine the damage? It was pointed. He says, he, he holds a hand out. You're welcome. Like, like leaving a bag full of grenades in an alleyway? <laughs> and a whole bus full of people that were recording everything? He says, you're right, it was chaos on the field. Let this be another lesson for you. Everyone has room to improve. Even me. Okay. Good talk. I value your criticism. Do you? What exactly is going to go on the report? Obviously everything, and you'll be asked to you'll be asked for a debrief and you should be as honest as possible, including any particular small comments or critiques that you may have on my performance as well. Fantastic. I'm as much <laughs> he says I'm as much under scrutiny every day. Every day that we're out there and we see these things happen. Just remember, the world watches us. We have to be worthy of the name of Team Tomorrow. And soon, Team Tomorrow. Team Tomorrow Team Tomorrow's whole deal is to make sure that we preserve life, that we use minimum necessary force. It wasn't necessary to take a bus full of civilians and pulp a person just because he had a rocket launcher that wasn't pointed anywhere near the crowd. His face gets serious for a second and says, Understood, but be careful not to overstep your bounds with the criticism. Perhaps you should bring that up with the other members. For now, sit down. Have you had any recent head injuries? <laughs> they are absolutely saying that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he says the, the the lack of empathy makes me feel like something switched off in his brain. Uh, in fact, anybody, anybody hello, the- Homelander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Look, listen. The whole the whole thing seems very. By, by this point, honestly, you We're are you are you, you 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 now move into the hangar. He says, like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, because like, it, it's a really fast plane. Like, don't forget, you're in the same city, so you just you know yeah. this is this is a ridiculously fast plane. So you are now pulling into the hangar of the Team Tomorrow Central, which is just this very large, very sci-fi looking you know, Avengers Tower looking thing. Something like Ivory Tower. There is some artwork of it, it as well, which looks, which looks pretty cool. It is, it is silver and gold, which are the, the Team Tomorrow colours, and you know, it, it just looks like a sci-fi monstrosity, but you pull into this beautiful spacious hangar. Uh, so he says, what? Okay. And like, gets up and says, alright, so I've got some business to take care of. I'm I'm, I'm going to be in my office. So uh, feel free to uh, decompress. It's been a it's been a great performance, and it, but it's been a very very hectic day. So I'll talk later. Great work, everyone. And with that, he just he just walks off. Wicked. Talk amongst ourselves. You can definitely talk amongst yourselves. Um, any, anybody that wants to can give kind of a bit of a I don't know like a vibe a, check, like a vibe check, an intelligence check. Actually, anybody that wants to can give me a who's got intelligence and. Yes. Empathy? Empathy, yes. I have no empathy. And no, no empathy. empathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're teenagers. Yeah. I've got cunning. I have one in empathy. If anyone has anything that might... Oh, and enigmas. If anyone's good at enigmas, that's like your general... Oh, thing. yeah. Well, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Sort of problem intelligence and one in enigmas. I've got three in enigmas. Okay. Hello. Say something like intellect and enigmas. So you yeah. get to suggest an attribute, sir. So oh. if yeah. you want to argue for something else... Oh, okay. Um, could I use cunning and enigmas? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, two successes, Tom. And, that, and what was that using? Uh, intelligence and enigmas. Intellect and, and enigmas, sorry. Okay. So what you do is you, as you start to sort of like go back and formulate, now that the chaos of the situation is over, there's a few things that don't quite add up beyond simply his behavior. Some things about the physics of it don't quite add up. First of all, ah, I told you, fourth yeah. dice in physics. Exactly. Uh, in some states of matter, but not others. And you're a super genius, Nick, so yeah. you, you may be able to roll to get some extra. Oh, I'm smart enough four. to know that confronting Superman four. is a bad idea. Yes. I've got four, four successes. And, and what was that skill using? Uh, enigmas and cunning. Both of you pick up on the fact that you know for a fact that he can fly. Yeah. And at no point did he fly, which is a bit weird. Because you, in in in, in but he was also the only one who could fly the plane, right? Uh, he yes. Oh no no, but, but he. No no no. Oh yeah no. A you did of mention you, this. A couple of you could fly the plane. Now he he can he's super. He can fly. Now he can fly so easily. You know from footage that you've seen. Like you haven't interacted with him personally in a while. But it's one of those things where because flying is so natural for him, he he mm-hmm. kind of just does it all the time. Like he, he does it just to sort of move around. He, he doesn't have sort of super speed, but his his fly speed is very very fast. So oftentimes what he'll do, even when just moving around, he'll just. He'll sort of float and fly above, like a, a foot off the ground, you know. Like particularly if, if hustling, like he he actually ran a few steps over to the bus to grab it before throwing it, which is a bit weird. Normally, in, in action footage that you've seen, you know, you see you've seen YouTube compilations of Cestus packs. They're all uh, incredibly trending. At no point did he did he fly. He also, from what you have seen him do physically, was strained a lot more than he should have. In I mean, he, don't get me wrong, he still obviously obviously had the super strength to throw the bus, but rather than like pick it up and hurl it, he slid it along the ground. He seems to be holding back on his strength quite a bit, which considering how blasé he was about collateral damage, mm-hmm. his, his strength was about two degrees uh, less than it should have been 
for, for, for how strong he is. He's basically as strong as like MCU Hulk. Like he's really, yeah. he's about top tier. He's yeah, yeah, one, yeah. One of the strongest there is. But in doing that bus thing, he was a bit more like, I don't know, MCU Thor or Iron Man, right? Mm. Where it's mm. just, 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 that, just that noticeable step below. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you notice. And nobody was doing any kind of an empathy. I would if no one else does. I'll do that. And then Nadia was asking whether we wanted to do any in-character stuff. Like role play amongst them. Oh, do that, do that, of course. But I guess so you know what information you can bring to that in character interaction. I'll yep. get the just get the roles out of the way, so we'll see what you can you know say that you've picked up on, if anything. Uh, nothing from me, unfortunately. Okay, yeah, that that's was in, right. That was intellect and empathy. No, I mean I'm not going to require a role to tell you that something's off about his behavior. Sure, that's for that's for sure. We just don't necessarily know if it's somebody else that's you know as Cestus packs. Exactly right. All right. Uh, uh, did you want to just go first? I don't have anything to roll if anybody else wants to do that first. Uh, no, but I think you wanted to say something? Cool. I'm just going to say, um, I am not so familiar with him, but this seems out of character. The reason I asked about the reports is that surely this would cause issues with, I don't know how to say this, man- management? Whoever coordinates this. Is there not consequences for behavior for heroes when this happens. Cessus Pax is the leader of the team tomorrow and I don't, he's never acted like this in public but then I don't know if he's always acted like this. Um, Tom, you said that like I noticed that he he just worked differently when he threw it, right? Mm, yeah. So I would have seen a video or something of him you, you've seen him like, you know, pick up a bus and use like a baseball bat whereas in this case he had to like strain to sort of slide a bus across a... What I'll do is, um, while those two are saying that bit, Murdoch will be just quietly on her, I guess, phone, let's just say, phone or similar uh, Magitech device. Uh, Like, Mm -hmm. looking for essentially a publicly available YouTube of him doing that action, like, big slam with the bus. Yeah, so what you see is there's a really famous fight uh, between him and the kind of like the main antagonist of the setting who is Divis Mal. And mm. Divis Mal is, I've cast him as Henry Cavill, but basically mm. he's a really, really sort of apt, chiseled, handsome, Superman looking dude oh, yeah. who has got kind of... I think I could fix him. Sort of dark. <laughs> you, maybe. But, um, and he has just got this resplendent, this really, really flashy outfit. So Divismal is the head of the Terrigen. And the Terrigen are basically like the Brotherhood of Mutants from X-Men, where they just believe that, you know, the... They are the superior. Novas are the next stage of human evolution. They should be in charge. They are not They are not subject to the laws of humanity, etc., etc. So He's basically like the equivalent. He's he's very much the sort of the Magneto of the setting, but he's got yeah. yeah he's think Henry Cavill, except he's got sort of like dark, almost like blood red hair, um, and just a resplendent outfit. Like his his outfit is just fabulous. It's amazing. So anyway, the point is there's a really amazing fight of them of them, and you see like Diva Smile at one point just like grabs a news helicopter and just to distract him like goes to throw it down, and he flies with superhuman speed and just like one hand. One hand catches it and just puts it down, just displaying a level of strength that is far above what you saw him display today. Um, where are we having this conversation? In the hangar. So the hangar is 
just like the X-Men hangar, it's wide, it's open, it's cold, there's your ship, and there's a couple of other vehicles and such, but you, there's nobody else here. In fact, in the entire headquarters, you know that there is a couple of clerical staff, but the only other member of Team Tomorrow is Electrum, who is your main teacher. Like, yeah. You know, Electrum's like your Professor McGonagall, right? Like, yeah. the, 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 the mm. one that you... Head of house. Exactly. Um, okay, so I'll say, just narratively maybe, Tom, uh, I'll say that like there's a screen nearby, and I will sort of push stream the video okay to that screen mm-hmm. absolutely oh, so everyone watch this look at what he's doing right and then yeah. i will create an illusion that perfectly recreates at a much smaller scale mm-hmm. nice uh him throwing the bus today mm. and i'm like ah <sighs> that's different i think between the photographic memory and the intellect, in, uh, mega intellect and the instant comprehension, I should be able to figure out it's a different person. You would, you would think so. The most, the most logical explanation is that it's an impersonator rather than him yeah. being, you know. I'll go check the seat. Flakes of skin, hair, must be something. Um, well, he had his sort of spandex, I almost say sweat. Sweat, I'll take a little sample of that. Okay. Yeah, good call. Yeah, take, take a sample of sweat. Yeah, yeah. Push, push. is there some sort of DNA? I mean, thing? No, no hair for obvious no, reasons. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Eyebrow hair though? Unless he has like full, uh, uh, full blown I, alopecia. I mean, listen, I, I don't know that there would be eyebrow hair that you could easily find on the chair. Sweat, sweat will do. But we'll say that there's sweat for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a DNA thing in this place? There is a science lab, yes. Yeah, I'll just cobble together. Actually, in, in fact, you can definitely do that. That might take a bit of time, but you could yeah. definitely Let just go me... off and do that. Can mm-hmm. I assist? Sure. At this point, you're interrupted over your over your little Avengers earpieces. Um, you can hear the voice of Electrum. So Electrum says, uh, "Yes, when you're quite ready, if you would make your way through to, to to my laboratory, I would like a debrief on the situation." We have to tell Electrum. You tell him. I'll do this. I mean, wait. Look, you you can you, and you can definitely be a rebellious yeah. teenager. But generally speaking, when you come back after any mission, yeah, you do a debrief with Electrum. He's he's a Sorry. he's a very very strict fellow, but he's not he's, he's not unreasonable. He's just no. you know he's the sort of person who if he asks you to come in for a he's debrief, a you you do it. So just I want to close out what Mark's uh, thing was there just really quickly. Yeah, sure. So you're saying that it's not we weren't traveling with Sisters Prime that he wasn't the one that's flying the plane? Okay, I don't know that. It's look, it's different. He could be maybe he's losing his abilities and. The stress of it is making him do weird stuff, or maybe it's different. I don't know, but it's different. Something is wrong. What's your character's name, Nick? Just really quickly. Amale. Amale. Thank you. Amale's going to take a look at, I don't know, DNA, see if it's something else. Um, Bloodhound. Yeah. Would Bowser be able to tell? Looks down at He's always there. He's always there. That's a really interesting creative idea. I love that idea. Give me, give me a. Can I have a look at Bowser's sheet? What are Bowser's skills? Does he have tracking? Uh, Hunting, biting uh, for the primary pool. Yeah, so his pool is stalking, stalking and carrying. Okay, so I I think it's safe to say that Bowser has the hunting ability of a bloodhound, right? That would be yeah. So I think definitely, if you can find anything else of Cestus Paxes that would have his scent on it with even just with the um, with the sweat with the DNA that he's collected that that you've collected I I reckon that could definitely be done as a comparison do both okay so that would possibly put you two together for a scene yeah Uh, Mark where would you like to go Um, I'll go to the debrief I don't think I have anything that I can contribute to the you're the one who found an evidence so it's probably going to be useful for you to be there Nadia no I don't think that I can contribute anything in terms of research or anything like that but I do want to have a conversation with... Electrum? Electrum. All right, cool. So the three of us will go to see Electrum. The two of you will find evidence. Yep. Okay. That sounds good to me. 
Splendid, splendid, splendid. Okay. All right, we'll take care. We'll speak to Electra and see what we can do about getting him on site. And Amalia and Bloodhound, you're going to find something that proves that Cestus Pax hasn't been a murderer all this time. All right then. So let's cut to the debrief first. Okay. So you make your way through the Team Tomorrow headquarters. And once again, it's just an absolutely resplendent... Sorry, really quickly. As we join the team... Yes. What is the what are the formalities behind this? Do we have contracts, as an example? Oh, oh yeah, you are. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I for, uh, there's a. I am not under contract. I actually was ordered to by a court, by a court of law. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, so you're I a delinquent. I, I, I'm a delinquent. No, no, no. I, I would, I would argue, I am a delinquent. But it was. It's uh, kind I was, of contract. I, it's called was, punishment. Yeah. Was, yeah. So I was. I, I was ordered. I had a court order to join because, because I loved solving mysteries so much. I'd wandered onto a crime scene. Actually, no, I didn't wander onto a crime scene. I broke onto a crime scene. <laughs> you committed a crime because, at because, the crime scene. Because, well, I can't help that I can solve mysteries better than the local police force. You can't help. You, you can't help. It. Serious <laughs> justification happening here. <laughs> It's not my fault I'm so good at mysteries. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I guess I guess there's like a mix. Yeah. I, I, so, I'm here under court order. Yeah. So to be clear, so you are you you all signed up voluntarily, right? Oh yeah. You, you, right. You are, you are, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm asking is yeah. because of physically. Is there a contract? Because what I would like to do is actually kind of review mm-hmm. that what the terms of this organization oh, yeah. actually are. So as an example, is it allowable to, you know, do what he did? It, it, it's allowable if it's... Listen, it is allowable if necessary. The fact of the matter is that you do have the license to kill if required. Team, yeah. t- team tomorrow Civilians. and team tomorrow. Yeah, well, basically, just think think of it like you are part of the armed or law enforcement services. You don't. You obviously are going to get reprimanded. But then there's there's tribunals and things like that. Then as a result, yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. Here. Yeah. So they're so they so they're honestly, um, collateral damage is not just sort of hand waved like it is in a lot of superhero fiction. It's definitely something that gets scrutinized. In fact, there's a system around it. There's, a, there's an entire system around it. Um, so it's definitely something that will be potentially brought up and that, you know, will be evaluated. Um, there'll be, you know, investigations done with every, every every situation. Like legal trouble is something that, you know, everyone has to watch out for. But just to be clear, like if, if doing something that causes you know, casualties, even civilian casualties happens. It is it is something that you have been, just like a lot of armed forces and such have in the past, it is something that you have been found innocent of, etc. Um, even though it's, you know, it's it's not it's not common. Um, it's definitely the, the kind of thing that if it gets out, is probably going to cause a bit of a stink and it's probably going to be looked into for sure. Exigent circumstances. Yes, exactly right. It, it, it's all about, you know, was it necessary, etc. You know, is it, was it proportionate force? Was it warranted proportionate force, etc.? No. Oh, my no. Cool. That answers my questions, for sure. Cool. So we, we cut to you opening. So his office, uh, Electrum, so Electrum is very much a science-based person. So his powers are primarily matter manipulation. Um, he's got a little bit of absorbing man where... He can touch a piece of physical matter, particularly metal, and take on those properties. Oh, cool. Um, he can also effectively conjure and summon 
uh, sort of small metal objects and trinkets and things like that. I mean, everything from tools to weaponry and all that kind of thing. You've known him to be a very strict and harsh but very fair teacher. Uh, he definitely has your best interests at heart, you know, and was not really in favour of the Teen Tomorrow Initiative. Oh. And so partially that's why he was put in charge of it, just so he can be basically as... Uh, sort of buy the book and make sure that you don't do anything you're not ready for and all that kind of thing because he had a lot of concerns for you, for your safety. He basically wanted to have Teen Tomorrow more or less be no, nothing in the field until 18 type thing. So anyway, he is played by Lance Reddick. So Lance Reddick uh, is a a very, very striking looking... The nerds oh, nice. just like lose their hair as soon as they lean. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a lean African-American actor that is in Fringe. Yes, you've, John you've Wick. John Wick, of course, as the head of the Hotel Continental. And he's, yeah, just a very, very quietly charismatic person. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, but he, but he has that Lance Reddick, you know, scrutinizing glare, which he, which he fixes to you. He's in a lab coat, but his, half of his face and most of his body currently is metal, sort of a goldy, coppery metal. Uh, and he realizes that's because he's dealing with electric work. And so he's got mm -hmm. electricity like buzzing up his arm. As you walk in, he very casually and offhandedly just kind of conjures a screwdriver out of nothing and then turns. Just lazy. And then, yeah, <laughs> turns and, and, and tweaks on this particular apparatus that he's working on. And then he, and you, you know that uh, originally he was, uh, he was from quite high class London uh, background. But yeah, turns around and says, right, so how did it go? I'm hearing that there were some casualties. News reports, of course so far are very sparse. Can you fill in the blanks? Cestus has given a glowing report of your actions and your behavior. Do you have anything else to add? No. Too bad we can't say the same about Cestus Pax. He killed a person with a bus full of civilians and put them into jeopardy. Okay, so he just, he, he looks like really surprised and looks quite serious and says, I see. Certainly this would not have been intentional. He picked up the, he th slid the bus across the ground at a group of, uh, a group of perpetrators, killing all but one. And then the bus caught fire while he stayed back with the crowd and watched. The most concerning thing appears to be that he has no concerns over the outcome of this behaviour and that it was fully justified. Uh, and it seems to not be in alignment with his past behaviour or attitudes. Cestus Pax is the greatest hero that I have ever known. He is always extraordinarily cautious when it comes to collateral damage. I guarantee you if there was any collateral damage or injury or death caused in the field today, it would have been completely unintentional and if it did occur would have been completely warranted. When is the last time you have spoken to him? I spoke to him uh, when he uh, came back from his mission a couple of days ago and then had to leave rather abruptly and then returned again luckily to in, in order to escort you. Where is he now? He's in his office. He says he, he pulls up his little data pad and like looks like you know for locations and uh, you know cameras and such. He's in his office of course. Are you friends. I beg your pardon? Do you know each other well? Do you spend time together? Have you shared stories of your lives with each other? This <laughs> is what friends are. He says, he's, Would he you says, know him? He says, I understand what friend, that is a very unusual, yes, we have, we have known each other for years and worked together in the field, fought together side by side on many occasions. He does not appear to be the same person he was before. 
It would be interesting to see how you have a discussion with him. Are you suggesting that he may be perhaps under some stress that I should be aware of? We do not know. No. He is very. Uh, he is uh, a very introspective wait. man. Oh, he is, yeah, he's a... He says he is quiet and thoughtful whenever he suspects that he may be in not prime mental capacity for a mission. He always abstains himself. He is uh, very cognizant of his own of his own demeanor and such. If he were encountering any stress, I would like to think that he would have brought it up for evaluation. We all have to do so. You want to weigh in at this point, Mark? Or? Yeah. So uh, Murdoch will once again use her phone to show a comparison. Uh, so I I want to show you this as a, a, a comparison to what we saw today. Uh, Look at his strength, the ease that he moves, the helicopter and stuff with. And then I will once again create the illusion of mm-hmm. him throwing the bus. And I said, the, the, just the way he moves is wrong. He's walking the whole time. He, he's clearly not as strong. There is something wrong. I don't know what it is. If anyone wants to give me a social... Because he seems very mm-hmm. sort of sceptical. Yep. Just just to be clear, just <laughs> because this is teen superhero fiction, mm-hmm. one of the... Oh, we're going to be dismissed. One of the agreed-upon yeah. tropes of the genre, one of the basic premises, is that adults who should otherwise be rather reasonable mm-hmm. uh, are often not, right? It's mm-hmm. always the way with any teen-focused procedural, right? It's why all the adults in, you know... Veronica Mars or yeah. Young Justice even like even characters like Batman and Superman are, are often mm. way more jerks than they, than they normally should be so yeah, that's why I was really hoping to get him to actually have his own experience with him as a person he, no, I, I, I will say though that if, he, if he's looking at the footage and you bring up that evidence of the fact that like hey look at yeah. this he doesn't fly you know right. who, who's good at social stuff who wants to try and persuade him I reckon I've got a pretty good shot at this okay all right, so uh, this is going to be command. I'm trying to um, basically step up, take charge, let him know that there is a serious threat. Okay. Uh, imply that he needs oh to take this seriously. Let's do it. The attribute I'd like to use for that is presence. Okay. And on top of that, I have an ability called motivational speaker. Spend one momentum to add command uh, to persuasion actions to convince a friendly or neutral target. I like this, actually. Yeah, so he's, new- he, he's, he's neutral. Uh, yep. I will say that his starting attitude, because listen, there's detailed rules in Trinity for sort of like social conflict and social attitude and such, mm-hmm. but we don't need to go through all of them right now for the one shot, but sure. we'll say, I will say that he's currently neutral on you. Right. All right. So that is going to be a momentum spent and rolling nine dice. So this is command in the broader sense of like, hey, Take me seriously, adult. Yeah. adult. Exactly. We know what we saw. Yeah, that's great. I like that. And actually, I'm going to give you two enhancement for, uh, as a bonus from the evidence collector because you because you have this real physical yeah. like, hey, listen, we're, we're not Jokes making this up. Like, look, look at this. Look, look at the, look at the. This footage. is what we saw, and yeah. this is the footage in comparison. So again, the attitude is: you, I believe you saw what you saw. Yeah. It just doesn't mean what you think it means. Exactly. Yeah. Generally, exactly. Like, I don't think you're lying about this. I just think you're not exactly yeah, interpreting it correctly. All right. So that is six successes plus two enhancements. So that's eight. That's really good. So, so that is, just to let you know, that is enough to change an attitude. So yep. now he's friendly to you. Okay. And, and it's also enough to... So first of all, he's impressed. Okay. Yeah. He, he likes you now. You, now you're the favourite. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to throw just a little bit more on top of that just to colour something. Because he mentioned... So he mentions... Uh, he's mentioned previously that Cestus Pax is very cautious. Yes. I'm going to... Which he is. To be clear, like, from what you know, I mean, even just yes. the whole attitude that I was putting on, that very kind of, like, you know, gregarious, over-the-top... Yeah. That's un- not what he's like. That's right. We, I asked him if it was uncharacteristic, and he said yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, when I was... When I was looking to somebody uh, to help me try and work out just what I could do with the strength and, more importantly, what I shouldn't do, yep. Cestus Pax was the example. 
He's so careful. He's cautious. He's uh, methodical. He's measured. Everything that a hero should be with powers as overwhelming as his is something that I've looked up to. That is not what I saw on the field today, and that is not the uh, that is not the person that I've uh, looked up to since I joined this team. Okay, so he pauses for a second, and you can see that he does the chin scratch, and then we cut to the lab. Uh-huh. So you two, you've been in the lab, and now you're you you you've done a DNA test, basically. Is that yeah. correct? On this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, using super science. I mean, like, give me a roll because I reckon. Yeah, you have a you have literally a super science lab here. Uh, well, we so can do this in real life with basic science. It just takes a while. Exactly. Yeah. So this will be making it happen in... Um, yeah, that's that's two successes, and then I add four for the scale. So like exactly. Six. So that's eight. Well, actually, it's eight. Eight. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Well, sorry, six, because it's a bump. So I'm just checking in on file against no one. You know, so, I'm sure there'd be a, a so information well, database of, hey, yeah, no, here's no. some villains. No, no, in fact, so so what you can what you can determine is that it is it is not in the database. You yeah. know, it's not says facts. Yeah. You can tell that it's female, yep. human, yep. and and no, but Nova. Okay, so I will just simply shoot that straight through, just the res- just the two results side by side. To mm-hmm. um, I'm unaware of the conversations that's happening, but I'll just shoot it straight through to Electrum. Okay, so he just because he's like, a science man, he'll just be yeah. like, oh, okay. So he looks at so he looks at this DNA sample. But and sorry, Sam, what were you doing? Is oh it, no, I was gonna... Gonna, I was going to offer to assist, but you 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 do not need that. It's fine. Dog proof. Like dog proof. We'll say that like we, we'll say that in the lab, if you're going to be a bit naughty, you you've taken like a blood sample or something from like sisters' packs and you've just given it to Bowser to smell. And you smell yeah. the sweat, and, and Bowser goes, like shakes his, shakes his head, like, no, not the same person. I said the gif of that looped of the dog being like, no. <laughs> oh, I said that to Electrum as well. Okay, so Electrum says, You make an interesting point, and in fact, I have not seen him display certain behaviors like that before. He was out all day yesterday, which is unusual, due to the fact that he did not have a mission yesterday. We are all granted some personal time, but normally that has to be logged. And he volunteered to take you on a mission this morning, which was unusual and a change of plan. It was originally to be me that was going with you. Very well, there is something unusual going on. Perhaps he is stressed. Perhaps there is something else. What is this DNA sample? Okay, so he taps into his little Avengers comms to you and says, Silhouette, what is this DNA sample that you sent me? Residue on the seat, as opposed to Cestus Pack's DNA on file. You'll notice missing key sequences. <laughs> he says the adenine's far too high. The guanine's off. The thymine's pretty normal. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like he says, "How did, how, and why did you get a DNA sample from Cestus Pack's?" You know how DNA samples work. You know, no, he, he's like, but like, but like. I know, I'm doing. Oh, 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 oh boy, oh boy. Attacking him. <laughs> and actually, while I'm talking to him, I'll send a message to, let's say, you. Yep. Is Electrum acting normally in character? Uh, so far, yeah. Uh, so basically, I'll say, I'll say yes. Yeah, I'll I'm you texting you. I'm not yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to send We're thumbs in like up. our own, like the little group. Yeah, <laughs> we've created for us. We've all got nicknames. There aren't these nicknames? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like Shady Babe and all this. <laughs> Shady oh Babe. Sorry, Sam. Speaking of, can Bloodhound have like a crisis of ego in the corner? Of course. <laughs> this is like, this is like, no, she's so good at this, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be the brain. <laughs> That's okay. You can find him, Bloodhound. He's good in the field. He's more in the field. I'm only good in the lab. He says, The rest of the members of Team Tomorrow are currently out abroad on missions. I will wait until a couple more return, and then we will perhaps have a chat. He says, This is troubling. I mean, this is troubling. It may need to be looked into. If this is the DNA that you found from the driver's seat, and you say that he is... All right. You are going to keep this to yourselves for now. I am going to ask when any of the other members of Team Tomorrow are available. 
that they return so that we can have a meeting to discuss what to do. You are to stay away from Sister's packs and not look into this matter any further. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Should, but if he's not him, isn't that a risk? Like, what access, what information can he have access to? Lightning and Slider are due back this evening or tomorrow morning at the earliest. But they will be able to assist us. If, if a confrontation is warranted, and if this really is a doppelganger, then we, no offense, are not equipped to deal with the power that this person may possess. Whilst not Cestus Pax by any means, he says pointing to the footage, mm. this Nova still threw a bus across the street. So, I am in charge of your safety and well-being. I thank you for bringing this to my attention, but I insist and order you to stand down and await for the adults to return and deal with this matter. Can we at least shut down if we shut him out of the system? If we shut him out of the system, that's going to make his, make him suspicious. Exactly so. Oh, he says. Uh, he says. Relax. Go. Go to your. In fact, go to your quarters and, secu- and secure yourselves within them. He's grounding us. He's yeah. He's doing the superhero equivalent. Yeah. Grounding. So it's it's kind of a little on us to carry the idiot ball for this one. <laughs> kind of. Um, we can only do what we're told. Uh, you know, Polestar does what they're told. Or do they? Or anyway, do the they? point. So the point, so, and that may be a conflict with the team, which will be fun. So the point is, for now, Electrum seems to give you that aura of you are dismissed for now. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, kind of clenched and stiffly making my way uh, out of the lab. Mm-hmm. You turn, all of you leave the lab, and you're out in the big Avengers corridor. Like, literally, Cestus Pax is walking down the corridor, too, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, 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 he, he seems like he's on a mission, too. Like, he's walking He's walking pretty quick. Oh, he's okay. walking pretty quick. Uh, do I know you can turn invisible? Yeah, I think everybody would know my um, abilities. They wouldn't be... Um, funny about it. Right. Definitely something if I was a real superhero, I would not make public. I would keep it real mysterious about making exactly <laughs> what I can and can't do. Yeah. And, I, and I would also fake, like, silver as my weakness. I'd fake I that. Know. Right up to the point <laughs> where it became life or death. Yeah. It's all the idiots armed with silver weapons yeah. and things. They throw silver at you, you're like, haha, your name's Pyro! How do you have electricity yeah. powers? Fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but no, he, he's walking past. He gives you a, a, a wink and some finger guns oh, as, he walks, as he walks oh, past you. I hate him even right. more. Does Cestus Pax, the real Cestus Pax? I don't think he'd do that. Sorry, where where oh. is Cestus Pax? Just in reference, could we tell where... So you're on the floor. Too? Yeah, so you're on the floor that basically has the offices of all yeah. the main members. Yes. Uh, oh, there's a couple on the floor above as well. It just kind of depends on what their speciality is. So yeah. the main... Because he's the leader, he's, he has the corner office, and it's at the end of this... Of this hallway. Electrum is like the main science person, so he's all set up in his lab obviously on this floor as well. So he's, so he's into his he's, he, he's walking from his office yes. to the elevator. To uh, someplace unknown, but with purpose. Yes, with purpose. Alright, so he goes past and gives us the finger guns. Yeah. And he says, great word, my report is glowing. I cringe inside out. Alright, so, so when he's passed, yeah. we're going to look to Polestar. I know what Electrum said, but... We can't, we can't give this guy run of the place, especially if he's going to be that casual about murder. I disagree with the directions that we've been given, but they are the directions that we've been given. We cannot control the situation outside of what we've already done, presenting information to the person who should know that. But we can find out more about 
who he is and what he's up to. He's going somewhere. We have been told to return to our quarters, correct? You have. This is role-playing time. Yep. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Swept up in it. Sorry, <laughs> yes. Well, that is what I intend to do. And this is definitely out of game where you could try to do a bit Cool, I would love to do that by me. If we go back, if we wait in the room for someone else to uh, come look after the problem, what kind of heroes are we? If we stand for nothing, we fall for anything. If we're... And we don't have to confront him, not yet. If he's here, then at least we can keep an eye on him and he's safe. If he's leaving the base, then who knows what he, what he, could, up to, what he could get up to and who knows how many lives he's going to put on the line. If you can follow him, get some idea as to what he's up to, then we can go back and tell Lightning and Electrum and the rest of the team tomorrow, give them some more information so that we can deal with him and maybe also save a few more lives. Hmm. When I joined this team, I was told that hierarchy was important and that I needed to work with my team. I feel conflicted because well, we have been told what we are to do by the person who is supposed to provide us with direction and keep us safe. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I am highly suspicious of this person. Our job is to be team tomorrow for tomorrow. That starts today. Polestar just nods and they say it is true people that are in power don't always have all of the answers and don't always make the most correct decisions we can in trying to inform them better learn more about his dealings I I will take a look around. On my way back to my dorm, I will go for a... I will stretch my legs, yes? That's a good idea. I think we could all use a little bit of that stretching legs. I will take the <laughs> scenic route. <laughs> take the scenic route, I, you say. Okay, interesting. All right, and I'll pipe... No, basically send a message to the rest of the team. Let them know that we're going to, you know, stretch our legs. But really what we're doing is Cestus Pax is leaving uh, the base. We're going to try and find out what he's up to. I'm going to just, I'm going to see if I can check his office. I might need someone to help me get in. Otherwise, I'm just going to sort of pull the door off the hinges. (laughs) But if Uh, somebody comes up, I can hide us. I'm going to take Bowser for a walk. Okay, great. So the long so way to I'm my following. dorm. So you're following Cestus Pax? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll phase. I'll phase into invisibility. Okay. And follow. Nice. I'd like to be in the neighborhood, but not necessarily on his tail. That's going to be Polestar's job. I'm just there for. Oh yeah. No, you, escalate. You can do that for sure. Okay, and so that is. Two quantum points, different state of matter for six rounds. Ooh. While in an altered state, Polestar is immune to ingestible or injectable indirect damage or environmental damage. Become liquid, gaseous, which is what I would do. Immune to ballistic and edge damage, impact damage. I can ignore gravity. Basically, I can become a ghost. So I basically become transparent um, and float through the air following them. That's good. Now, but does it also state what your enhancement to stealth is? Because it's always very specific. If it doesn't apply to stealth, it doesn't apply to stealth. So if you can become a phasey ghost, you're a visible phasey ghost. So are you a phasey ghost or do you change between phases of matter? Because those two things are quite... Okay, right, that makes sense. Because they're quite different. Um, Which is actually, actually more useful to be able to change phases oh, of matter. Yes. In some ways. While, while that's being looked up, just real quick, uh, I, just re- I have detection. I can sense the use of quantum... 
quantum energy up to a long distance. Oh, great. That's awesome. S- quick question. Yes. Sister Sparks was just walking yeah. normally mm-hmm. down the corridor. Mm-hmm. No overt use of quantum energy yeah. there. Mm. Would I have detected anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Most definitely. In fact, yep, there is a yep, active active power being maintained of some kind. Okay, um, so I don't really have anything for stealth. No, do you have stealth the skill? So because invisibility is a very specific That's power. That's a larceny skill. Larceny breaking and entering. So larceny is the stealth skill, by the way. Um ah. but but to be very clear though, you so I can be visible, I can be semi-transparent, and I can float up in the air. Like, I can still, yeah. like, try to yeah. follow them without yeah. stealth. Float tops. Floating as a ghost is sort yeah. of mo- maybe just your head poking just out of the ceiling. Just helps my mobility. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Rather than my, you know, ability to not be seen. That, that's perfect. So give me a stealth check. It'd be larceny plus whatever you would decide to do. And, and, and what's your power in your... My power? What's your power rank? Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, so it's... Under quantum powers, I think. Yeah, so it's your quantum stat. Under, uh, under... Phasing two. All right, I'll give you. I'll give you an enhancement of two on your stealth check. If you if you're using it to sort of just poke your head out of the ceiling as you follow him, type thing. Seven dice. So one, two, three. Four. Great. So you six with enhancement. Yep. So you follow him perfectly. So he gets in the elevator. You also get in the elevator. Just kind of float down. He goes only one floor down, uh, which you know has got a, a bunch of different facilities, including mostly the data room, like the comms room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he wanders straight to there with purpose. And he gets there. He gets to the end, and then he just you know kind of like presses the button, opens the door, and inside you can see that there are a couple of people. And think of it like you know it's like the Batcave. There's all these all these screens, like including hollow screens and regular big like flat screens. And there's a couple of just basic employees in here who are just monitoring things, you know, for any disasters or news feeds or, or communications from the other members of Team Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so he he wanders on in and puts his hands on his hips and says. You're all doing a great job. Why don't you take 10? I've got some uh, secret Team Tomorrow things to do. <laughs> there's an older Ethiopian woman with, with big thick glasses and she kind of just sort of looks at him for a second and says, oh, uh, yes, sure, certainly. Like gets up and the other guy is American, young fellow, redhead. He, he says, uh, okay, sure. And just gets up and leaves and they, they wander out. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, goes to close the door behind him. Nadia, I assume you're keeping up that stealth check and just kind of poking your, mm-hmm. poking your head through the door. He just starts to look up databases. But you realize that he's actually not very good at using the systems. Like he's not a really sort of incredible mm-hmm. incredible tech person. And she. So she is an incredible yeah. tech person. Can we counter, counter hack them? Like now, what's your character's uh, name? Silhouette. Silhouette. He actually goes over like the like over your Avenger comms earpiece and says, oh, Silhouette, this is Cestus Pax. Would you please make your way to the communications room one? I uh, have a small test for you. Sure. I'll go. Great. I'll go invisible too. Great, you go invisible. Right. And you and you make your way there? Yeah. Okay, great. And I spend a quantum point and now I am invisible and to the electromagnetic spectrum as well. So Okay. Hey, that's the cameras good. won't pick me up. Very good. So you go down the elevator and you make your way there. So when you when you walk in he says he says, Have you ever been in the comms room before? Can he see? Can she see me? Oh, sorry, you're you're not revealing yourself. No, I'm so. testing. I'm, I'm genuinely testing. No, so he, there's no. Because I think Cestus Pax, the real one, would be able to see me. There's, there's no reaction when you walk in. Right. No, I'll well, announce so it if they were walking. Yeah, yeah. those things. Yeah, good, like infrared and whatnot. But no, he, he, he hands behind his back, just kind of yeah. like just another test that they're not who they. 
well, yeah, they're, they're not who they say they are, but also mm. like, let's, what's the limitation of these powers kind of thing? Mm. That's good to know. It means I can be invisible if I need to. Yeah, very important. I mean, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm just invisible. I'm testing out the long-term duration of these powers around the spectrums. Of course. <laughs> yes, well. Just like you said, when we must test our powers to the limit. I did say that. That is definitely a thing that I said. <laughs> he says, I did say that. Using uh, my human mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Have you ever used the comms room before? Yes. Okay. Let's get you to bring up some files of, uh, uh, why don't you collate, um, I guess, collect the files of uh, all known mercenaries in the field currently. Oh. Just mercenaries in general? Oh, Nova mercenaries. Nova mercenaries. And elites and anybody else. Alright, okay, I'll do that. I'd like one file. One <laughs> file with all Easily of the money. Encrypted. Put into a, put into a, just into a data folder. A data, <laughs> data file. <laughs> a data file. Oh god. Easily exchanged for a big bag of money with a dollar sign. <laughs> Give me an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> it says, oh, ask, yeah, do you want it as an Excel file, or do you want it like as separate files linked under one system, or like a WinZip file? Uh, no, just all, all together. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a compact format. Okay. okay. And you're being timed. All right, so I will have my phone out, and this will make it look really, really 3D nonsense, and I am not doing much of anything. Okay, great. Um, but I don't think they'll be able to tell that, but I'll just, you know, I will be pulling files and sorting, and I'll get a nice big timer up on the screen. Maybe I'll just defrag one of the hard drives. But we'll, just, we'll, just the, we'll just have the timer go, like, 1%. Sure, yeah, 2%. Yeah. Three percent, yeah. So, so he clearly, like, so he sees like the three percent, four percent. Says, "Oh, this is boring." Okay, so if you could, <laughs> I assume you've had your uh, debrief with Electro. Yes, yes. I'm at, so the other part was I was tell, texting the rest of the team just oh, to get down here. You text them all, yeah. Fantastic. He says, uh, "Okay, fantastic." You know what? I would like to blow the lid off this, right? He says, no, I, I have to. <laughs> I'd like to do a small debrief myself, if you have a moment. Uh, you know what? Let's get everyone else on in, in, in on this. So. Oh, and here they are, as if by coincidence. <laughs> so mm, so he, he, well, he goes to use his, uh, his little Avengers. Uh, uh, would all members of Team Tomorrow please report to comms room one? Are you in the room at the present? Uh, my head is. Yeah. <laughs> parts of me are. <laughs> do I know parts of you are in the room? I'm probably a bit more aware, uh, aware than of the fact. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that yeah. I'm, I'm surveilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll just I'll try and. Oh, he can't see me looking around, so I'll just spend the rest of the time looking around for you. I mean, <laughs> he, I guess if you actively look around and you know that. Yeah, she's I know that he's still. Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> wait back to you because I'm invisible. So. Through. So we'll see. Oh, wait, I can't see. <laughs> you can't see me. Maybe I can. You can see my phone. You can still see my phone floating. Yeah. So we'll say that you all arrive then. I'll say you can't avoid it. Oh, yeah. Can I stand outside the door and send in an illusion? Ooh. Yes. You, your illusions can be... Make make your roll. Spend your points. Yes, yes, yes. Your, your illusions can, can be the size... Can Loki? Yeah, yeah, basically. Hell yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Your illusions can be the size of a person. So, yeah. While he's waiting here... So yeah. I have a power called Quantum Leech, which mm-hmm. basically allows me to leech away quantum points. You can do that, yes. Yeah. Now, uh, how accessible... Yeah, it is, it is. It is an obvious thing. You have to oh, well, I'll, I'll say. I'll say to him, like, if you want to speed this up, I can speed it up. I'll just need to borrow some of your, and I'll throw out some sciencey terms around nova powers and quantum energy and the way it interacts with fields and all the rest of it. Um, Basically, by touching you and linking to the computer, I can speed this whole process up. It would be done in a jiffy. He says, "Oh, <laughs> no need." Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right. Like crosses my five set now. Funny because you can see him get like a little bit visibly nervous, like because yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're invisible still, and he obviously can't see you. He can hear where you are. He's like, oh, 
Like he, he sort of flinches when he says no need. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you you all walk in. Uh, spend three quantum dice and roll four. Di- oh, sorry, I've done that wrong. That's okay. Three spend three quantum points and roll four die, and spend successes to affect it. Sorry, a one success. Okay. Um, I will allow the illusion to move slowly because I have to. Like, well, it has just- to move. So it's just going to be. Uh, it's going to look like Murdoch, and she's going to be standing. Awkward and quiet in the background, as she often does. Fantastic. Okay. When you're all assembled, he walks over to the door and, and presses the button to close it and says, Okay, now let's talk about today. Can I hear? Because uh, I'm outside the door. Ooh. I can leave my com on so you'd be able to hear it through me. That works. Let's do that. We'll just say you, like, you just sort of sit there and do a stance that involves you touching your earpiece. He's invisible. I'm invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah. Did you do that anyway, just to be casual, <laughs> just in case? <laughs> just in case. You never know. Now, I would like to talk about the fact that today, I've had a chance to review the footage myself, and I've got to say, I think that uh, it could be that some of my behavior may come across as less than stellar. You know, in the heat of the moment, sometimes you you do things and you don't realize exactly how you could have done things better. And I'm the first to admit my problems. I'm great that way. (laughs) (laughs) This person has a very specific view of... Yeah. So I think... It's a villain's view of an idiot here. So I think that we all want the world to keep believing that I'm as awesome as possible. Don't you agree? Isn't it best for humanity that we think that Team Tomorrow and me, Sestas Pax, is, well, pretty much untouchable? No. <laughs> just when he says untouchable, I just want to be like, yes, untouchable. Just pop the hand on the shoulder and start leeching those powers away. <laughs> okay. In either. I don't know. I feel like we, I feel like this badly is the door locked. <laughs> oh, no, it's a button. Like, you, you can just, yeah, he hasn't locked it. He's closed. Oh, good. Yeah. I was convinced he was going to try and, like, gas the room. Oh, God. Oh, no. right. Three fours and a ten. So, sorry, Tom, just to reconfirm, yep. for scale, yep. every... So every, everything by default is scale one. Right. Yeah, every point and then every above one is two enhancements enhancement. in in certain situations. It's the, so actually, like, it's also the difference between scales. It's, it, not it's, just the, it's the difference. So, for example, if you are say getting in like an arm wrestling contest, and I have might one and you have might three, you would have uh, <coughs> four enhancements because of, the, of that difference on whatever you roll. At a certain point, once one scale gets to three or above the other scale that it's against, yeah. there's no rolling, and it's just you win. Yeah. So like if I'm having a, a like so if, if I, for example, have an arm wrestle with someone with scale four, yeah. there's no rolling, I just lose. Like, it, it's like if you have a running race with a jet engine, you just lose, because there's redo that speed roll. scale four as opposed to speed scale of a person, you know? Two se- no, wait, no, no, two sets of no successes. Shite. Uh, never mind then, because I was I have scale three initiative, but you it doesn't do. matter now. What that what that means I is didn't roll any successes. No, true. So what what that means is Mark is that you have you add four sixty yeah, exactly. Sorry, you do unless you unless you think it's important. You want to spend a momentum just trying to get what that one success to give you a. Much I think you did you spend one already. I have no I have no spent I have no spent momentum today. <laughs> I will spend one momentum. Go for it. Because then I have an initiative of five. Uh, I think you have to roll. Yeah, you still have to roll. Oh, you still, still have to get one roll. success. So you can only roll one. One, one extra die. As, as many momentum as you want to spend. I, I, I don't know how important the initiative is to you. As hey, hey, that's double move. But uh, uh, that is an initiative of six. Good. Right. One momentum, so, two successes. Sam, that's value for uh, me. Yeah, I got two successes. Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah, great. Nick, one. <laughs> Nadia. Zero. One. 
I'm a secret agent. Right, so it's gonna go, it's gonna go, player, oh, yeah. enemy, player, 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 player. So, who wants to go first? Uh, does Nick need to make a roll for his quantum leeching? Yes. yes. I'll no. drain him for two. Against, oh, sorry, I roll against his defense. Oh, and attack roll with four dice. So oh, I've, rolled, yeah. I've rolled against his defense. Uh, and so her, so, well, oh, her, her defense, her defense uh, is actually four. Right, so that just straight, straight up. Fine. So when it says roll? just four, does that mean four plus my attack roll? Because that seems like it would fail against most things then. No, so the, so the way it works is you rolled and how many successes did you get? Two. Two, okay. So that means, so what, what that means is you don't, you don't beat her defense, yeah. but you can still take that too, and you can and you can give it as enhancement to the next person to make an attack. Does uh, that mean yeah. like no yeah. successes are wasted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you can all, so that's like so defenses four is what you need to start doing stunts on her. But what you can definitely do is say that you are you're standing forward and you're kind of like distracting her in a way. Um, so you, like you're just boosting you're just boosting your friends basically. Yeah. You can I, I was just saying if it's it seems that. As a stat thing, with four dice, you're almost always going to fail against someone's defense. It's quantum plus quantum leech. Yeah, but you, you could still you could spend. I mean, well, okay, sure. To, but but to be clear, like defense defense four Sorry, is pretty very. Good. It's quite good. Your... Yeah. No, that's it. But listen, that's powerful though, I mean, because that, that's yeah. like you you steal like stealing their quantum yeah. points to get sucking their mana out and stuff like that. So, uh, but no, she, she reacts and like you can see like her her face morphs a little bit and she kind of like actually sort of completely freaks out and and in fact um, is going to now that it's her turn especially drop the pretense of being Cestus Pax. And, uh, and what you can see is a sort of a mercenary looking blonde woman. Um, she's like very athletic, average height, um, short, sort of spiky. She has the chaotic bisexual haircut as Nadia mm. likes to mention. You know, where it's <laughs> oh, shaved on one side. Shaved on one shaved side. Right. Sort of like a little, a little sort of spiky overcomb on the other. Uh-huh. Um, she looks quite young. She looks like maybe like mid twenties or so. Like not much, not much older than you, but she's a, she moves very fast. And she, I mean, cause Cestus Pax isn't a real great martial artist person, but as soon as like the bear touch of your fingers on her shoulder happens Uh-oh. she just kind of like whacks your hand away pretty pretty forcefully because she definitely has some strength and then you can see that what she does is seems to kind of like it, it always looks looks like she's you know having indigestion or something but what you realize is in your your senses mark flare up on the fact that she's using she's using a power uh, you think that she needs to sort of power up like boost herself to get super strength if that makes sense well she just doesn't have it you know all the time if that uh, which is definitely something that you are aware of so let me just double check with can I just ask again about might scales yes throwing that bus yeah like in general terms yeah that's would you say like a three that'd be four to four. throw to throw a bus yeah okay four so yeah might in that case translates to mobile suit or forklift yeah, okay, yeah. so I uh, just thinking about like my telekinesis powers. I was thinking about trying to slam her into the roof, but mm. uh, now that they've hulked out, I don't think that's an option. Um, but no, so you see, so you see that she basically just kind of like, like just yeah. seems to get stronger. Like you know, I mean, veins bulge in her in her arms a little bit. Uh, but she's dressed basically in just kind of like a, sort of a sleek stealth military outfit, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like yeah, just kind black of, widow. She's yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, she's very black widow, honestly. Yeah. And so yeah, she now is going to she can do that and then make an attack. So uh, she's gonna step back. So her back is up against the monitor, and I, I assume you're all kind of in front of her, more or less. Well, um, Behind her. You're behind, okay. She thinks I'm in front of her. <laughs> that's well that's that's true, actually. Uh, I wonder no, actually she would she would uh, because it's an area effect, she can go for you even though you're invisible. So she's she's gonna try and do that. So she okay. 
does a quantum attack. She doesn't she doesn't punch you or anything. She she just kind of like holds her hands forward and basically this shock wave of like energy that's invisible. You know, it just looks like you know like a sound wave sort of attack type thing goes to burst out. And uh, Nick, can you please give me a defense roll? That's a bit one success. Uh, oh wait, you got one success. So your defense is two. Uh, okay. So what will happen is uh, she's going to deal you an injury condition. Basically, so you, you just you smash up against the back, um, and we'll just say that it mostly hits you in the face. So you have got a bloody nose. It's just a minor injury condition. So yeah, just a the money a bloody nose, and that's it. That's her turn. So who's next? Can I jump in? Do it. All right. Is this room uh, like completely sealed off, or is there like a, a window or something? There are no windows. Think of it just like a like a like the monitor room. The monitor room, you know, yeah, oracles. Like sort of like, like the control room in a hangar, like big glass window looking out into the uh, yeah, sure. I mean, look, listen, structurally... I'm not telling you how to do it. That's just how it's in my head. My head. <laughs> That's okay. It is enclosed. It can't be seen from the outside. There are, there are actually very few windows in your headquarters. Okay. Uh, to avoid scrutiny from the outside. No, that's fine. All right, cool. Basically, she's got a back to the uh, wall of monitors. Yes. I'm going to try and... I can't really put it through one. I could, but... <laughs> it can be fun. Screw it. That's what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she's, she's hit silhouette. Yes. I'm going to return the favor and go for an attack. Now, don't forget, uh, because of Nick's successes on the power use, Plus you will have an, an enhancement if you if you want to use that one. Uh, I would like to. Great. All right. So I'm going to be making a might plus close combat. So I hurl myself over the uh, banks of computers. Yep, do an it. enormous leap, and then yeah, throw a punch with the intent of uh, putting her into probably the main view screen. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. All right. They can pay for it later. Yeah. With Nick's enhancements, that's going to be six successes. <laughs> wow. Okay, great. So look, you you obviously definitely, because all you need to do is equal her defense to deal her an injury condition. Yes. So you do that. Indeed. And then you've got two more uh, stunt points to work with. All right. So I do have this thing called uh, Forceful Martial Arts. Attached with Alphatron's Fist Gain, the weighted tag, which reduces that there's no- knockdown stunt cost by one. Ah. And I think knockdown is one success anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you can just you, you can knock her down as a freebie. Excellent. So we'll do absolutely that as well. Yeah, so you knock her flat on her butt. We'll say we'll say just to make it extra cool, we'll say she flies back and smashes into a monitor and then falls over. Cool. Why not? And then what else? Because you still have two stunt points. I can't really get a critical stunt because I think that's a four success thing if memory serves. It is. Uh, so let's see. Um, Don't forget, you can, if nothing else, you can always just take those successes and give it to someone else's attack roll. I'm give it to someone else's definitely defense. in favor of that action. So, Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it out there as I'm throw as I basically put it down on the ground. Nice. I'm trying to hold it down on the ground so somebody else can take a free shot. Fantastic. And who's that going to be? Um, um, speaking of free shots, yeah, from outside the room. Uh, you hear a soft swearing in German. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's very poetic. Like, if anyone speaks German, it's very poetic swearing. It's not just, like, the curse words. I see. Describing this woman as uh, some sort of motherless, wretched wretched uh, rodent of some sort. Right, and wow. I'm going to hit the do- open door button. Yep. Drop the illusion. Yep. Uh, not necessarily in that order, but, you mm-hmm. know. Sure. And then I'm going to use my uh, superpower of, it says here, aim pistols. <laughs> yep, good. Oh, with telekinesis, that actually probably is more of a superpower for you than it would be for your average person. That's now, great. is it skill? It's skill plus attribute, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's unusual to say that I could use my dexterity in aim pistols. No, aim and dexterity is a very good... And, and don't forget, the pistol four. itself comes with enhancement as well. I think of two. It says rifle three enhancement oh, range long. it's rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's three enhancements to use that, yeah. But it's aim pistols. Uh, so that's a specialty. Your specialty is in pistols. 
But if so, you don't get to add an enhancement for specialties anyway, unless you're using it for a different skill. Oh, mm. it's a weird thing where right? Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, it's a it's an unusual okay. setup. But no, just so you know, you're rolling dexterity plus aim, and you're gonna have three enhancement, or actually five enhancement if you steal bends. Mm-hmm. Feel free. I'm gonna steal that enhancement because my dex is five and my aim is four, and that is why. Is that from small unit tactics as well? Or? It's it's just from oh. Because you get, um, what does small unit tactics give you? Uh, you get a bonus when helping another member of the team. And yeah. giving people enhancement certainly counts. Does it? Okay, because I wasn't sure if that was an assist, if assist was its own action or not. Gain two enhancement in combat when assisting a member of the team tomorrow. Um, yeah, so, so gone for his successes. Uh, no, I so that think, so that's uh, if you rather than attacking, if yeah, you like just the harass. Okay, harass. Harass. Good, this, to know, good to know you can do that. Though. It's gonna be yeah. fine. Like you, you, let's, let's I'm rolling it. nine die. Take it away. And then adding five. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. To whatever I get. And now you roll and now you roll nothing. Oh my god. Alright. No, that's <laughs> I, the first five. That's one success. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we're not gonna let in. Tom jinx it again. <laughs> Tom. And then you roll nothing. Tom, I'll jump over that DM screen. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh my. You only get one. Ah, beans. Ah, beans. Four. Five. Uh, hey, Tom, what does ten successes get me overall? Okay, well, I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you lost, Mark. So, first of all, to, you equal to defense, which is four. So, yep. that's, so, that's one injury done. Then you have enough to purchase the critical stunt. Yes. Which is another injury condition. That's an extra four successes. So that's nine. Mm-hmm. So with nine successes, you can not only hit her for him. Wait, wait, wait. For one injury. Five, six, seven, eight. Sorry, that's eight yes. successes to deal with two injury conditions. Yes. And then you've still got two extra stunt points left to spend with whatever you want. Or once again, you can just pay that forward and give the next person two enhancements to their next attack. Uh, just keep I that momentum going, so to speak. Spend those two to damage the armor? So her armor is not really armor, I must say. Like, her, it, it's mostly her sort of, like, her power. Like, she doesn't really okay. have any... Like, her, her Black Widow outfit is mostly just, like, to, to look rad rather than to actually... To look rad and to not brush up against things when it shouldn't. Yeah. You think that she's probably got some sort of morphy things that give her yeah. density yeah, okay. rather than... Cool. Yeah. Then I'll pay it forward. Okay, great. So, who's, who's going next? Sam? I got nothing. <laughs> this seems to be very, very well in hand. I mean, she's not. I mean, she's she's still. Uh, she's got at least six health levels left. Oh, she's really? Got, well, no, oh. so, uh, she's got five health, mm. and you've done her three. So she's got two left. Oh, I but, see. But, like, she's dangerous until she's taken out. Okay, fair enough. All right, may as well jump in. Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't forget, if nothing else, what you can do is you can just assist. So you can roll for yourself and have Bowser roll yeah. as well, like, oh, to yeah. grab, just to grab her. And then you don't even have to worry about beating her defense. Literally every success that both you and Bowser make can just be enhancement to the next person's attack and then they might be able to get enough to take her up. Up, um, to, up to you. You can just say like you you run up and stand on her and get Bowser to, you know, or grab her, whatever. If you pinch her nose, then uh, Nutty and Gaseous form can uh, get into her lungs if she wants to. <laughs> wow! How was... What, what, hey, 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 what was... What? So if you're able to, like, pinch her nose or block off her nose, then she can get into her lungs. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Was there, like, a whole no-kill policy? <laughs> that I just we're all working her. with? Um... This is not a gun. I'm not suggesting kill. I can I can do a complication where I basically shroud her in darkness mm. and she gets like a, a plus two complication or something like Ooh, that to that anything that she good. does. Mm, that's true. Do a nice. complication where you give her asthma. Do you want to go first then and then have Sam go next? Yeah. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Let's do it. So it's shroud, so two quantum points. 
And what it says here, create an area of darkness and silence that extends out short range. People other than Polestar in the area cannot see or hear. And places a plus two complication to all actions taken within the area. If the character fails to buy off a complication, Polestar's player can choose one of the following. The acting character drops an item, he reveals an important piece of information, he falls prone, loses track of his friends, he takes an injury condition. If Polestar is taken out, this power ends. So yeah. So she's going to take a complication, but also she's going to take an injury condition. Is that right? Well, I can choose, but basically she gets plus two complication. If they fail to buy off the complication. Oh, I see. So it's, it's, right. it's a complication that's on. and then yes. they, Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's, that's good to know. So I guess you just tell me if they fail to buy it off. I shall. Exactly right. All right then. So, so the darkness is just like, what, just like a globe of darkness around her head, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. That's essen- awesome. Essentially, it's just kind of like a... a like a oscillating cloud. Nice. Sam? Yeah, so Bowser's going to run forward and try to... Kidnap Princess Peach. (laughs) Anyway. I'm feeling that that at some point you would have made that joke. I actually want to give you credit for hanging on as long as you did. I know, right? I was was afraid I'd get a nosebleed. (laughs) (laughs) I think when we first met and you you made that joke, I think that may have happened. That's funny. <laughs> Don't you dare insult my papa. Anyway, okay, so Baz is gonna run forward and try and oh, I can't I can't possibly knock her over. She's I already down on the ground. Yeah, she is. Just hold her. You and Bowser yeah. are both rolling and you're just going to yeah. hold her for someone else to you know, kick, yeah. kick her in the face. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. It's just curb stomp her while you're holding her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, yep. Yeah. Um, so two successes on that. Great. And that's Bowser. So yeah, yeah, Bowser runs forward and grabs her arm and holds it down. And then you also yep. just pile on with your athletics and might or with your dexterity and close combat. Let's give him the people's elbow. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Appropriate. <laughs> yes. You know what? I kind of want to do that. I really want to do... I want to really want to use dexterity for that. You can make that argument. Absolutely okay. can. Don't, don't, don't just, over, just to, over-agonize just to, just on that one. Just to place it just yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have, does everyone have a no. general, like, close combat pool that they use? It'll always be allowable you know oh, if you can once you've you've, you've all explained how your attribute that you use for close combat applies yeah. I, I have a good sense of how everyone does their thing close yes. combat okay. yes. I love it when like I feel like we're afraid to spend momentum I know there are some campaigns where we spend those things like well you don't need yeah. to use it until after the roll the other thing was that in Trinity we were failing like butts because it was <laughs> eight like difficulty butts. yes failing like, like butts uh, four successes oh awesome so and how many bows again? <laughs> uh two Okay, so whoever goes next is going to have a six enhancement to, 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 to attack yep. this person. You're welcome. Hi. You're special. the only person that is left. Oh, yay. Right, well, I'll drain her. Uh, I know. I mean, you've got six enhancements to Wait, do it, so yeah, why not? We're at the start of the next round. Oh. We're yeah. at the top of the round. We are at the top oh, of the wait, round. Oh, wait, sorry. You have all gone. Yes. That's everyone. But yeah. I'm, I'm still in favour of Nick. But it's still, sorry, yeah. It, Honestly, it's the best. It's it stops her exploit doing anything weird, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so that's one plus six is seven. Seven. Wow, okay. And you know, since everyone's talking about it, let's just roll one momentum die. Uh huh. That didn't work. But anyway, so I'll drain her of seven quantum points. Jesus, okay, so that that does not look good. Because, you know, yeah, getting completely drained of quantum points is not a fun time. Uh, mm. You get, like, you know, burnt out and such. So if you. Oh. Is there, a, like, an, uh, a crash emergency button kind of thing? Is there a crash yeah, like, emergency, like, like, emergency like, 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 button? Like, 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 like
Oh yeah, alert! Like like an like an yeah, absolutely Sorry. right. There's like a fire alarm next to the door. There's like a a, a general uh, emergency button you can press. Obviously. Uh, so I, I mean, I guess once they're secure, we just someone's gonna run in. So she gets dr- so she's looking bad. She yells out, "No, no, stop it, stop it!" And she's actually Australian, and just so she, like she gives in. Like, oh no! Stop oh, it! Stop she's it! You drunk guy. She said, oh, yeah. she, she "Oh my like god!" The, she said, "All right, enough, enough." Fucking hell. Fucking Australians. <laughs> just bloody, bloody hell, I give up, all right? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah, nah, I'm going to drain her. Fucking I'm going to watch this. I'm going to drain her out. <laughs> no, in order all day? That is actually potentially dangerous to do. Unless it's up to you. Also, it's probably going to overload me because it replenishes my points, but I don't really spend points. Yeah, if, so. if, you, if, you, if you get too much quantum, you can get a point of transcendence from doing that as well. So, so Tom, this one shot you're talking about. <laughs> Um, yeah, does anything happen if we hit, like, if we spend our own quantum down to zero? Because I'm, like, I assume we haven't recovered at any point. Oh, no, you do. You you, you, you recover pretty quickly, actually. Like, pretty much between scenes, you're okay, you're good to go. Oh, good. Tom, how many points would I need to drain to get transcendent? Okay, listen. Oh, my God. Let's move along. So, she says, enough, enough. I give in. I give in. Okay? All right, where's, where's Cessna's packs? She says, wait, I want, um... I want, I want, I want, uh, like immunity. Drainy time. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Listen, I'm just, I'm just a mercenary, okay? I was just paid to do a job. That, that's all. Where is Cestus? I don't know. I don't know exactly where he is. Well, we well, should get, yeah, yeah. We should get Electrum in here. I, Electrum. I get up. Yeah, do it. I, I think alarms are going. She off. says, "Listen, yeah. listen. I was, I was hired by Starfall. Okay, Starfall is the one that hired me." She says, "Listen, my name's Shelby." Shelby Eisenfaust, okay? I'm a mercenary, I'm just an over for hire. I was hired by Starfall. All I was supposed to do was just step in after she kidnaps Cestus Pax and interrogates him. It should take more than it shouldn't take more than a couple of days, so I was just supposed to impersonate him for a few days until required, and then that's it. She says, so be honest. Starfall, do we know? <laughs> yeah, so you uh, you would know that uh, that that Starfall is an elite. So Elite is basically a squad of mercenary Novas that are, you know, global and they are, they're not great. They're, they're, they're very much mercenaries. They're sort of a bit like, a little bit like Blackwater, a little bit like mm. the, the bit of the French Foreign Legion, bit of mm. Blackwater, bit of just, you know, uh, was it Shoreline from the Uncharted series? You know, they're not, they're very, very, well, as the name implies, mercenary. So Starfall is actually a pretty famous elite. There's there's numerous articles, video streams, and the think pieces devoted to her. So she's a very, very social Nova, and her whole ability is that she has got superhuman commanding presence, mm. like she can command people to do things. So she has contracts under DeVries. Uh, and so DeVries is like the main company that she Wait, works. it's spelt like the Diamond Merchants? D-E-V-R-I-E-S. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, no, that's how it's spelled. She says, listen, listen. Just agree to let me go and I'll tell you exactly the warehouse that she has him in. It's a DeVries own warehouse. You'll, you won't find him in time before she gets the information out of him. I, I know you're not going to kill me, but I prefer to go I prefer to go free. But I might drain you. Well, that would be uncomfortable. But the fact of the matter is that I need to look out for myself. What do we do? I'm not saying you can't find him on your own eventually. It's just going to be the difference between right going there right now... Or having to do the legwork yourself and maybe getting there too late. Has uh, so someone did actually call for Electrum? Yeah, 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 yeah. We hit yeah. it. Yeah. Problem is, is that Electrum's probably going to wait until we get more team tomorrow along to uh, help. All right. So in the interest of advancing things, we're going to make a quick character decision at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you can, let's do it. All right, if you can get out of here on your own, uh, you get out of here on your own terms and not kill anyone, then you get your, then you get yourself a head start. Now, okay. Where is Cest- where is Cestus Pax? Where's this warehouse? Okay. She says done, and she 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 pulls out her smartphone and says, "Listen, in the interest of good faith, here's the burner phone they gave me. It's got everything." All right. Let and me have a look at that. Yes, is that legit? Yeah, it looks legit. You can see the you can see the yep. details, the bank account numbers yeah. for where she's going to get paid. Right. <laughs> she's getting paid many dollary dues. Oh, <laughs> so many dollary dues. This is your She may have to buy a few shrimps right. for the barbie with that. <laughs> oh my All god! Right. All right, I let. Uh, Shelby go and then as she makes her way outside of the comms room I'm going to give a look to you Bloodhound and down to Bowser as well you've mm. got a scent right? of course mate <laughs> <laughs> no it was intended to be an English accent but <laughs> fuck whatever <laughs> <laughs> they're similar they're, they are we're, we're all, look we're all faux British right let's <laughs> My dad was born in Wimbledon. I'm not even faux British. Yeah, that's true. true. Okay, how about this then? Indubitably, my good man. (laughs) Good. It's legit. Cut to. Thank you. We cut to you arriving at the warehouse. Now, it's late afternoon, and you can see that this particular warehouse is rather well guarded. So this is a DeVries Company warehouse. Mm. It's It looks otherwise unremarkable. And mm. it's in an industrial district, but it's a very upscale industrial district. Like, all the buildings around are very nice and large. And it looks like a... You know, if you go out to a lot of rural areas that have just got really big, expensive warehouses and such, it's just... Yeah, it's like that. You said that our jet doesn't have, like, stealth capabilities. I don't know. No, no, it does. It doesn't have weapons capabilities. Like, ah. visual stealth or just, like, radar stealth? Uh, both. It, it can be... It can go stealth. It can go full stealth. It's just... It's just unlike like the X-Wing, it doesn't look black and black, sleek. Black, it's the X-Wing's the Star Wars one. No. <laughs> the, the X-Men's planey plane. <laughs> it is actually, there is actually precedent for it being called the X-Wing. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Anyway. So I assume, like, I have piloting too. Yeah, take it. Right. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it do so it. I'm going to try and, like, park it as close as we reasonably dare, uh, unless anyone's got any better plans. I think we're just kind of... Do you want to hover and then I'll ferry everyone down the flight, like above the warehouse? Oh, to hell's an entrance. That's awesome. Oh, my God, there's a skylight. <laughs> now, but to be clear, you can... So, so there is a couple of guards out the front, and they are just dressed, once again, in... <laughs> become a recurring... Freeze. Uh, paramilitary outfits, but they're all black. Like, okay. They look very much like sort of Blackwater mercenaries, right? They will... Like, you know... They've all got tribal tattoos, even though they're mostly white dudes. Cool. Yeah. So that's it's it, it's that kind of situation. Uh, they look so outside the front. There's like four just guards hanging there with their submachine guns and their you know black paramilitary outfits. It's very nineties superhero comic, so lots of pouches and things like that. That's that's definitely the vibe that we're going for. There is a skylight and there is a front door. And there's a few security cameras. Are you going to go stealth or are you going to go loud? I'm assuming loud. Loud. And you said skylight, so we're kind of obliged to break it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, well, well, now that's the thing. All right. So are you, are you all just, what are you doing? Are you flying them down through the skylight? Are they right below us? Uh, well, the, the, the main interior of the warehouse is below you, yes. All right. And there are people below us as well? You Not not through the skylight particularly, no. Okay, so... It's, it still is a warehouse. So we might still we might be able to go down quietly. Uh, it strikes me that Polestar can make a way down our own uh, abilities with gas. You could probably um, ferry people down with your telekinesis. Once I'm down uh, there, I need up. help getting down. So I'll get you down there first. Yeah. And then you uh, carry uh, one person, I'll carry the mm-hmm. other person, and... Um, I set the jet to, like, hold. Yeah. Do it. 
All right then, so you set, you set the jet to hover, open yeah. it up, yeah. it's invisible and it's all cloaked. Mm -hmm. And of course you've stolen the jet, we skipped over that. Oh yeah, I mean, we, we just took that as red. We just this, <laughs> this story, of course we stole the jet. Cuts back yes. to election <laughs> shaking his fist, those kids. Uh. So you, so you, so you, you just, you smash through the skylight, basically. Yep. You all descend, mm -hmm. uh, rock music plays in the background. Um, uh. On the interior of the warehouse, you can see that there are some storage containers, but it all appears to be about this one big set of metal double doors that leads to the main part on the interior out the front of which there are four armed mercenary that now are quite surprised by us uh, having burst down yep very much so including you know that there were the two out outside yep. and obviously something important lies beyond those uh, metal doors so as you smash down let's go initiative let's yep. get this party started how thick are the double doors Tom? Uh, they are metal but they are the kind of metal doors that you would see uh, like on I think between the three of them between the two of us we should be able to make that work so three? Three. Great. And... Uh, one. One. And... Five. Oh my. Nice. And two. And Ben? Zero. Two enemy groups. Uh, and so there's the, the whole group of mercenaries. It's going to be a dangerous group because there's the four of them there. There's there's a two out the front, and then and then there's a couple more that in the back edges of the warehouse. So I'm just I'm just going to say that there's eight in total, mm -hmm. and they're actually going to form as one big group because they're good at fighting tactically, which will mm -hmm. mean that they're going to do some uh, potentially dangerous things. So there is also another person. You you can assume Starfall maybe, mm -hmm. but anyway, the point is it's going to go like this: enemy player, enemy player, 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 player. So who's first? Someone managed to beat six successes? Was it six? That you no, I, I got that wrong. Sorry. Player, enemy, oh, player, enemy, player, player, player. All right, cool. I do, I do a ball. Player, player. Okay. Can, Can I uh, use my... I keep just wanting to call it telekinesis. I know it's animation. Oh, know, whatever. You can call it telekinesis. I'm just going to grab the two interior metal doors yep. and pull them towards me, basically just cold hitting the uh, guards in front of them in the back of the head. That's pretty good. Okay, let's let's yeah. You, you know what? Oh, 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 oh! Did you want to try to overcharge and spend some quantum to kind of overcharge yourself to up to up the scale of your? I power? mean, one of my aspirations is to a perform powerful magic and b get the team. Uh, and specifically, I think, uh, Polestar to notice me. Yeah, notice me. Okay, senpai. Uh, no wait, I'm Ola. I'm senpai. <laughs> okay. I'm the daddy now. <laughs> Look at me. So you... Okay. Is it like a one-to-one -one because I could just drop 10 quantum? <laughs> so Up to a maximum of your quantum reading. So that's just regular power transaction or something. You should have a stunt or something on your character sheet. Uh, oh, no, that's right. You're just maxing out. Sorry. So it works maxing like this. Out. So you spend like for like a number of additional... What's your quantum reading? Uh, three. Hmm. You're spending three quantum points. And you're going to roll those three dice and tell me how many successes you get. Okay, on top of what I no no no, just rolled. this is a separate thing. So oh, you, just, okay. you, you roll you roll back. Yeah, three dice. Uh, that explodes. Uh, that's two successes. Nice. Woo. Uh, great. So you can add two to the to the rating of your current quantum power, which Sorry. means that you will definitely have the telekinetic strength to rip those doors off and potentially knock down the two guards out the So is that adding into extra die or just adding two enhancement? It increases your scale by the It increases your scale, so by two. So if you're curious as to what that means for you. Is that three? You were at four previously, so this is going to take it, what, to six? Uh, no, my might, it, it works on a might scale two. Yeah, might scale two, so it's going to be might scale four. Yeah. All right. Uh, if it's my scale four, then yeah, I think we established that was forklift earlier. It's like a forklift. So yeah, you're really, really, really strong. So enough to rip doors off, metal doors off hinges, and indeed. One, two, three successes. One explodes. Uh, three successes on the doors. 
Okay. So you rip them off completely and you take out two of the four guards. So well done. Just like my eyes turn white. Yeah. Oh, no, you think. Yeah. Pink. That's the quantum. Nice. That's the power. Ooh. Like the color of me using the powers. Yeah. And when that happens, you can see that behind is just a, a steel room. Like the room itself basically looks like a converted uh, storage container. Mm. In it, you can see Cestus Pax. You assume the real Cestus Pax. Mm. And he is just chained to a metal chair, except that the chains that are around his arms and waist look like they're glowing blue. Ooh. They look like radioactive chains. And he looks like he's in pain. Uh, and his bald head is sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can see Starfall, uh, who is a really quite fabulous red-headed woman. Uh, she's beautiful, and her suit kind of looks a bit like Phoenix. Not dark Phoenix, but like it's red and gold spandex ensemble mm-hmm. oh, with yeah. lots of flashy design. It looks like she was in the middle of interrogating him. Not not physically, like there's no, no signs of torture or anything, but he definitely looks like he's been you know, chained yeah. up in that chair for quite a while. These chains obviously would have some sort of power dampening mm-hmm. uh, ability there. And as to how she kidnapped him, she probably just asked him politely to come because she has mm-hmm. mind control power. So. Good to know. Uh, yes, that's her whole thing. She has yeah. she has personality powers. Think of it more like majesty from vampire rather yeah. than dominate. Like she yeah. has like a power of suggestion rather than Professor X. So. That is going to be their turn. So it's going to be the mercenaries. They're going to band together. You've taken out two of them. So now there is only six remaining. Mm -hmm. They form a nice tight group and they are just going to go full lethal force and they're going to go for Ben. Right. One, five, six successes. So give me a defensive role, role, please. All right. Uh, Something I'm a little curious about here. So forceful martial arts attacks with Eltron's fists. We establish gain certain tags. Yes. One of the things it also does is uh, it gives me two enhancements to defensive actions. Yeah. So the way I'm going to do that is you said there were a number of, I think, crates or things about the place. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say one of them is metal. I'm going to grab one of them and use it as an improvised shield. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. That's awesome. All right. So using uh, some rolling four dice for my plus one success automatic plus uh, two enhancements is going to take that up to four. Okay. How much do they got? Six. I might spend two uh, momentum going to take it up to five so they do hit but they do that's hit. it and then the, the enhancement is just going to be like similar like for, for the, the next person to attack you is going to get an enhancement as you're kind of like a little bit off balance basically. sure no problem um so who wants to go now i can go if no one else does you go yeah all right i am going to with the uh shield charge straight ahead mm-hmm. i'm looking to try and get to cestus packs you can do that yes and spending three quantum to upgrade my uh mega might up three levels that's going to take me to five which is wrecking ball in terms of <laughs> yeah that's pretty good with an intent to try and break those chains and set him free oh very good um, now, you do have that might, is that correct? Yeah, I do have Mega Might, yes. Oh, five? When I spend quantum in order to crush things, I do it on a one-for-one basis up to up so, three levels. So if you if you spend that and you activate that power, yep. you, there's no roll required. You, you can just, you run up and you tear the chains off. Sweet. Sim- simple as that. He, he looks to you, he looks very tired, and, yes. and he, looks, he, he looks you in the eyes, and his personality and, and demeanor is very, very different now that it's, you know, real. Yeah. And he just quietly says, leave, it's dangerous. She's, don't underestimate her. I'm going to basically put uh, the shield and myself between him and whoever else is coming your way. He says, thank you. Go. Run. Uh, and that's, that's... Not without you, sir. Okay. In that case, then, um, that is then going to be enemy's turn. Starfall is going to look to you. Oh, cool. And is going to... <laughs> do you have any leadership scale, Ben? Uh, leadership scale. I do not. Okay, good. Would you please roll your integrity and your presence? Integrity and presence. Can do. So... 
Integrity is that, presence is that. And I've also got something that's called Iron Will, which gives me a plus one enhancement to resist mind control or emotional influence from notice. This is 100% that. So, yeah. So, as basically, she just kind of looks at you and says, fight with me, not against me. You are strong. I can use you. And let's see how she goes. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, cool. So, she's got... And you feel this wave of emotional control coming over you, which is not great. Three. Three successes. I got five successes as I'm basically slamming the shield down, kind of cutting off her eyesight uh, to me, putting myself there and saying, I will never... No, I'll never fight for you. Oh, no. But I'll fight with you. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I forgot forgot her leadership scale. I'm so Ah, sorry. Okay, go, go, go. So, at least my shadow thing is is also silence as well, so she won't be able to speak. Oh, that's good. Let me change for me as well. So rather than also, that, it disrupts sound waves. So. so okay, so in fact, it was one. It, so in total, then taking the actual scale into account, it ended up with six successes. Six successes. And I'm what did you get? Five. So I'm gonna spend. You can spend. Yep. That gives me nothing. So why we don't use enhancement. All right. Um, <laughs> no. So don't think there's anything else that adds to that. Uh, no, I don't think there's anything that stands. But still, that only leaves her with one success, right, which, yeah. which severely limits the kinds of things that she can make you do. Okay. In fact, all she can do is make you pause. Ooh. So literally, all that means, what, like, what that's going to translate to is Four you... No, not even that far, because that's a whole like an, a whole turn's action. So you, right. you're, you're just going to get a, a one complication to do. Ah, anything. cool. That's All it. Right. Brilliant. Simple as that. Watch me. Anyway, that's that's her turn. Uh, who's next? All right, I'll one, sneak two, in, all invisible like, and yep. try and drain her. Oh yeah, do it. So you get. And she can't talk to me because I it's soundproof unless I will. Give me a stealth. One. So we'll say that you snuck up. Give yeah. me a stealth roll. Um, larceny. It's a three enhancement, so I don't actually need to roll stick. So it's athletic larceny. Don't have that. So dexterity then, just dexterity. dexterity. Yeah, but don't forget the enhancement. I won't. One success. Okay. Well, we can that. I failed, by the way. So that's an enhancement. That's a momentum. Oh yeah, for sure. So this means that uh, you're going to get that as an enhancement on your attack roll because you're sneak attacking. Like, yeah. You're jumping out of. You're jumping from. Su- oh, that, that, that makes it a bit more uh, reasonable then. Yeah. Well, so try and drain her. Uh, so her defense is four. There we go. Well, that's two hey. tens. That's a good start. Hey. Four. Oh, you equal. That's good. Just. But I, should I spend the momentum to go one over? Or do we leave it at four and it works? Four and... There's still one point. Stop said mind controlling someone is my thought. Yeah, go for it. If I can stop her. Yeah, there you go. So five. Nice. Nice. All right, cool. So, okay, you steal some quantum, and more importantly, you get that quantum back, because you, yeah. you, you know, you... That, that's not real. I don't really spend quantum other than to steal quantum, and go invisible, so... <laughs> it is what it is, but it might it's be a vicious cycle. So you appear out of invisibility behind you, and uh, touch on the back. I need to... I can just do it invisibly. Yeah. Oh, okay, great, awesome. Yeah. It doesn't say that it breaks. No, no, anything. you know what? You're completely right. Okay, who's next? It ends if I'm taken out. Oh, cool. The important thing is you want to run at a quantum deficit. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to pile on. Who would like to go next? Uh, Either one of these two. I want to try and sneak past her to get to... We still have a group of mercenaries as well. Okay. Yeah, but as well if they've all formed up. Let's see how many of them I can take out. Do it. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, first. So, in the, in, in the warehouse, you and Bowser rush forward and you, yep. you make your attack. He makes his yep. separately uh, yep. against, against the group. Fighting side by side, a man and his ghost dog. Yes. So Bowser is always six dice. Roll six dice to attack the dudes. Four successes. Nice. So you take out four of the... No, sorry. Three. There's a defensive two. Of the remaining six. 
Nice. Okay, and cool. And then you get a go. And then I get a go. And then I will be using... So Bowser runs forward, barrels into one, he bounces yep. off a wall, gets knocked out, grabs yep. one guy, you hear an arm break as he flips him over and smashes him into the other one. Their heads clunk together comically and they both fall unconscious. Yes. Nice. Now, it's my turn. Yes. So yeah, I run forward. Same deal. Just, I feel like I should have like, um... You might have a weapon or something in your eyes. Yeah, I... If you prefer... Well, you do have a, you do have a weapon. You either have a knife or a baton. I think you have a knife or a gun. I do not see that anywhere. Oh, yeah, because instead of Bowser... You know what? You can have you can have what you like. You can have a baton or you can have an, uh, uh, or you can have a knife. Pick, yeah, or pick up one of the mercenaries' guns that Bowser's taken out. You have a baton. So that's an enhancement yeah. of one. Okay. All right. So I have... I'm going to need to re-roll one. Okay, excellent. That's another success. One, two, three, four, five. Five successes. Wow. All right, so you take out the rest of the mercenaries. So you and Bowser are an awesome world, an awesome dynamic duo. So after Bowser takes out his, you just crack, crack, doing some sweet martial art moves. You knock out the remaining mercenaries. Yep. The final one falls to the ground with a groan. And uh, yeah, good turn. Who's next? Uh, who, who has it Yes. So it's just Starfall. So I'm going to try to do a shroud with her again. Okay. Just to try to stop her from being able to compel anybody else. Two successes. Okay. And so that's a shroud. Okay, great. So that, that, that shroud just like goes over her zone, basically. Over her area. And yeah. so, so she can, I believe she can move out of it. She can, yeah. But while she's in it, she can't use her powers, assuming that they are... Visual or auditory. Or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she can't see or hear anyone. Yeah, yeah. So she has to, getting out of that complication is going to have to pretend, if she doesn't buy it off at least, is going to um, inflict some nasty stuff on her. Good work. Who's next? Uh, top of the round. Can I take it? Yeah. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to take advantage of her um, shrouded state. Mm-hmm. And with my uh, improvised... see you coming. Indeed so. Mm. And with my improvised uh, shield, I'm going to basically fly from above and then kind of like squash her down onto the floor. Oh, nice. Okay. So, as to, so as to pin her there, but also keep her within the shroud. Nice. That's good. I like that. That's awesome. All right. So I'm rolling. I do have a complication that I need to get over. Okay. Does this cause any complications for Ben that he also can't see her? It's a pretty broad shield. It, that because it's, a, it's just a great big flat piece of metal. So I, I'm going to say that this is more of a hinder action, right? Rather than a, a, an attack to deal injury. Would that be fair to say? You're just trying to pin her down? That's not unreasonable. Well, that means that you won't have to overcome her defense. And then literally every success you get is just going to be... But that adds plus two also to everyone else's uh, subsequent attacks. Yeah. Up for it. Let's do it. So, right. yeah, so you just try to yep. bring this metal door down upon her. So how many successes are we talking? Uh, so that's three plus two enhancement from uh, my strength. So five. Correct. So whoever attacks her next is going to have a five enhancement. Oh, minus one for the complications of four. Oh, right. Sorry. So four. But so yeah, so grip teeth and um, fight against her uh, compulsion. Okay. Uh, what stops her from being like planted into the concrete is probably that uh, her lingering words still holding some measure of uh, sway. I like this. Yeah, she's not a physical. She's not a physical being. Um, so she she tries to get out of the field and out from being pinned and just utterly fails. So Nadia, is she gonna t- is she gonna take an injury condition for for that happening? Great. So that's a good turn. She does nothing. It, it prevent that that prevents her from doing anything, and she takes an injury condition. So well done. She's not terribly great. That is then going to be whoever wants to go. It's just it's all players all the way down now. Um, we do have a chained up guy on the. Yeah, track. I was gonna say how's No, he's alright, he's free. He, he's just, oh, he's, he? he's, he's just rec- yeah, he's recovering. Oh. Alright, I'm just gonna basically just grab one of the doors. Each round he'll get progressively better. better Boffer on, bop on the head, boofer on the snoot. Yeah, do it, boofer. Yeah. Right. Boofer good. Ah, two successes. 
So that's insufficient. Well, now plus five. Yes. Yeah. So that's seven, seven successes. successes. Okay, great. So you can easily inflict an injury condition, and then you've got three extra successes to give to whoever wants to go. Whoever wants yeah. to go next. Just play those straight forward. Okay, great. So Cessus Pax wants to go and can act now with his with his uh, on the player slot of two. Uh, would you like him to go? Yeah, that's very how he goes. Great. So he basically just kind of like still looking very very like the worst for wear. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like shakes his head and then like sort of has has spent the last round or so taking a, a evaluation of the situation and then just like runs forward and into the into the darkness like puts his hand in basically and then you just can hear her so like ah oh! because mm-hmm. you can't see but you was you assume he just kind of he just kind of grabbed her neck yeah. and then just kind of like put it to sleep basically yeah. just gently like really really blocked <laughs> up the carotid just very very non lethally very very gently just like just you know as you would just blocked off the carotid artery puts it to sleep with one hand and then just kind of like. Once again, more, probably more gently than he needs to. Yeah. Pulls her out of the darkness, mm-hmm. lays her down on the ground, gets the chains, and just mm-hmm. <laughs> starts. To, okay, so he 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 starts to breathe deeply and says, "Okay, thank you. Is it just you? How did you find us?" We had somebody try to impersonate you back at the Team Tomorrow base. They were encouraged to give you uh, to give us their, your location. You shouldn't have risked yourself like this, but I'm very glad that you did. I'm proud. Well done. It's what heroes do. Uh, oh my god. You could pay us back by putting in a good word so that we. Don't get in trouble with all that. May have been yeah, some light the theft of jets. And then, and then, what's funny is, as a nice little bookend to the whole thing, he looks up at you with a genuinely kind, you know, imagine Dwayne Johnson giving like an old shucks kind of grin rather than like a ha ha, and says exactly the same line, although it's in a much, much different, more earnest tone. He says, Oh, don't worry, my report will be glowing. Uh, and you succeed. Well done. Uh, so yeah, you've wrapped That's a that nice up. bookend line there too. Mm. Well done there. So yeah, so basically she was just trying to get uh, yeah. information on one of the facilities. She literally just <laughs> walked up to him while he was entering one of while he was uh, on his way to an appointment and just asked him politely to follow her because mm-hmm. his mental resistances are not quite there and yep. she's very powerful and that's it so you have succeeded you've done very very well awesome Electrum yeah. is uh, disgruntled, is disgruntled that you stole the plane but Cestus broke the communication room a little bit Cestus sways him to the side of being very proud and obviously uh, knowing what he has to do to get on Electrum's good side coaches it very much counters it sorry very much in a you know you've taught them so well yeah. like your your job is oh man good job buddy he's yeah. <laughs> like all right but uh, well done everyone that's Hurrah. really great hey. and scene thanks for listening to shared sagas all music on the show is used under creative commons check the episode notes for full details